Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar, so let's open up with a prayer. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered unto Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he arose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, Guardian of the Church, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. Holy Servant of God, Fulton Sheen, pray for us. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us from evil. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We're going to read from the... Um, 12th chapter of St. Luke, it's called uh, Warning Against Hypocrisy. In the meantime, when so many thousands of the multitude had gathered together that they trod upon one another, he began to say to his disciples first, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden. That will not be known. Whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private rooms shall be, shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do, but I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two pennies, and not one of them is forgotten before God? Why, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, you are of more value than many sparrows. And I tell you, everyone who acknowledges me before man, the Son of Man, also will acknowledge before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But he who, has bla who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And when he bring you before the synagogues and the rulers of the authorities, do not be anxious about how or what you are to answer or what you are to say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you that very hour what you ought to say. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we have an article from Church Militant. Uh, it's a very disturbing one. I'm going to warn you. Uh, it's a death of a sexual predator priest uh, who was found... Um, it's pretty disturbing. It's uh, very harsh. It's from Church Militant, like I said. It's uh, 
the article's by Christine Niles. And it's dated December 28th, 2019. Victim kills predator priest by jamming a crucifix down his throat. Forgive me, uh, I, I don't pronounce French, the, the French names in this article very well, so you'll have to bear with me. Uh, Agentes Ossier, France. French police have arrested a man for killing an accused homosexual predator priest by ramming a crucifix down his throat. 19-year-old Alexander V. is being charged with murder and torture after police caught him fleeing the home of 91-year-old Father Ruger Metzoli in Agentes in the Ossier department in northern France. The, the priest was found dead in his home. Uh, a crucifix protruding from his mouth. Like I said, it's this is quite um, um, disturbing. According to the prosecutor, the victim died in a manifestly violent condition and uh, the, the, by autopsy, revealing death by asphyxiation with traces of blows to the abdomen the skull, and the face. The teen was transferred to a hospital shortly after arrest, after, after displaying significant mental problems, the prosecutor said. According to Alexander's attorney, both Alexander and his father were abused by Metzoli. We, now, we know today that his father was a victim of the priest says Kathy Richards. We also know that his father tried to protect his children. And then after the divorce, he, that is Alexander, fell back into Mazzoli's grip. So this is generational. Shortly after news of Mazzoli's murder, a family member of an alleged victim stepped forward to accuse the priest. According to uh, to France Info, a woman named Colette from St. André, um, this is, I guess, a parish, claims her now deceased brother, Jacques, was abused from age 6 to 15 and that the town had suspicions about the priest since at least the 1980s. He told me that he took a naked shower at the abbot's house and that the Masoli was also naked. Colette said of her brother, 22 at the time he confessed to the abuse. She pressed him further, leading him to break down in tears. He told me that the priest masturbated on him, among other things. Sorry for the gross details, folks. I'm really sorry. The report continues... This is a working translation, says here. Everyone in the village knew the rumors, but Mazzoli always denied them. I wonder how he could look the faithful who came to Mass in the eyes, says Colette today. My father and Jacques went to see Mazzoli so that he would acknowledge the harm he had done to my brother. It was an important moment for the whole family. The priest denied it, totally. He said to Jacques, that he did, he told stories and it was his oversensitiveness, oversensitiveness that made him make up 
things, and nobody among the group of the victims dared to say anything. She accused a town of failing to protect victims. The people who could have protected the children protected the priests, she said. The priests knew how to manipulate people, so we said nothing. After an, uh, other abuse allegations, the Diocese of uh, Bouvier's removed Mazzoli from priestly ministry in 2009. The local bishop, Jacques Bionet Gonen, was made aware of Jacques' abuse allegations in 2010, but never contacted law enforcement, claiming it wasn't the bishop's practice at the time. In addition, I only had the testimony of this victim who did not want to file a complaint. He clarified, adding that the priest said this was the only victim. Another accuser came forward in 2018. So far, a total of three alleged victims have reported abuse by Mazzoli to the local prosecutor. But the statute of limitations as well as the death of the priest have made prosecution Moot, meaning, I guess it's late and maybe impossible. Guess what it means? The Vatican launched a canonical investigation with victims invited to testify in Rome in April, but the investigation was never completed. Uh, this is, of course, Bishop Guignon issued a press release after Mazzoli's death. Today and again, I think first of the victims of Father Mazzoli. For several decades, they have borne the brunt and the suffering of the acts which they were victims. By asking for their forgiveness, I assure them of my, of my availability and my prayers. I also entrust them to your prayers. He continued, of the priest, the bishop said, we think of his family and pray for him. Okay, that's the end of the article. This is... Unbelievable. A few um, weeks back, a podcast episodes, I talked about the German bishops and the abuse scandals. Of course, you got McCarrick and you got things going back to Cardinal Spellman, Bernardine. And now you have this story. Um, it's very sad. You have men... Um, who made their way into the priesthood that shouldn't have been in there. Something is terribly wrong. And people have to understand it's not celibacy. Sexual abuse can happen even in families. Okay? Sexual abuse can happen. It could be from a grandfather. It could be from a brother. It could be from a cousin. It could be from a stepfather. The problem here is, is that the priesthood and the church is being attacked and it's a satanic attack. It's demonic attack. And we have, unfortunately, um, people who use this as an excuse for allowing priests to be married. How can you associate sexual pedophile, homosexual, pedophile abuse predators and say that the solution is marriage. I mean, people should think 
to themselves and say those words out loud. The solution to stopping sexual, homosexual, pedophile abuse is marriage. Allow the priest to get married. No. No, this has nothing to do with it. Celibacy is a very powerful discipline. It's a virtue. St. Paul himself practiced it. And he said, I mean, he, he allowed people to get married, but he preferred that people follow in his footsteps, which I think he believed, and he, and he was practicing and following the footsteps of our Lord. But the modern world, unfortunately now, I was listening to a um, a podcast uh, by the Fatima Center, and this Polish scholar uh, talking about the precursor, the the events that's taking place now would be precursors to the coming of the um, Antichrist movement, which will come in the future. Talked about how now in our society how we want to wipe away um, the idea of hell. That now going to heaven is a right. It's a, uh, that mercy uh, is a human right. That uh, a God who judges and a God who judges and God who condemns is not a God. This, this scholar was, was saying that the times that we live in now um, nurtures, um, sort of ex- makes excuses, uses mercy to excuse weakness, to excuse perversion. And in a sense, you know, in a, that's why people if you look at people now, I mean, yeah, it's true. They, I mean, practically, they want to make Judas Iscariot himself um, a saint. They want to make Judas Iscariot himself a saint. That, in a sense, because of you know, they they, they don't they don't even they don't want Judas in hell. There's this there's this thing going on where. Literally, that almost as though Judas is going to become patron saint of, of of bad priests, and this is really stupid because sin is real. Sin cuts us off from God. Sin darkens the soul. Sin destroys our relationship with the Trinity. Evil destroys us and hurts other people, and it's unforgiving. You know, because it keeps taking and it drains like a vampire. This is this man, this priest was a vampire, was a sexual vampire. He was a pervert. Okay, look at the way he died. He abused both the father and the son. Two generations. Two generations. Uh, When I read this article, it... It was chilling. Think about being found with a crucifix shoved down his mouth. It's just chilling. It's almost something out of a horror movie. I feel so bad 
for the victims. It really breaks my heart because it destroys, this destroys faith. The bishop answered like a corporate, you know, corporate, uh, a CEO. They're trained like CEOs. Notice how the, the bishop answered. He didn't, he didn't bother to put much, um, much thought into this. He didn't want to touch it. They don't know what to do. They, you know, the only thing what happens is they'll run to the, to the activists and the activists will come, will use this to try to push their own personal agenda. You know, it's just unbelievable. It's, 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 it's really unbelievable. It's sad. All right. So, um, I'm going to end it here, this podcast. I don't think I really have much to say about this. It's just too disturbing. So I'm going to end it with a, um, a short prayer. And um, we'll also ask God. We'll pray for the victims. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, we ask and we pray for the victims uh, of the sexual abuse, uh, the father, the son, and then also any other victims related to this uh, horrible uh, event in France. We um, we ask also for the prayers and intercessions of the Blessed Mother, Saint Joseph, and we also pray that the Holy Spirit comforts them, and um, we pray for the for peace and we hope that they we pray that they don't lose their faith and we know this is a tough one amen glory be to the father son holy ghost amen